You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's up, Rubber Ducky Gang? This is your girl, Nikki Trends, just giving you a fair warning. If you haven't seen Marvel Disney Plus's new super hit show, WandaVision, this episode of the podcast might be one you want to sit out. We are going to be spilling all the beans, which means that even some very crucial plot points will be talked about. So we don't want to upset you if you haven't finished the show. But hey, at least we waited till after the series ended. Unlike some people. So this is your official spoiler alert warning. Keep on soaking, duckies. What's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? Here we are, mobile bubble bath stories. That's right. We decided to come outside because it was 62 degrees outside. After all the snow, we decided we were going to come on the road. Yeah. And so, if you guys don't know, I'm Nikki Trends. And this is Manny Oso. And you're listening to Bubble Bath Stories. And spoiler alert, today we're talking about a show that has been gripping us for the last month or so. WandaVision. Oh my god, has it been a month? I don't even know. I feel Nine like... Nine episodes, a, an episode each week. Almost two months, right? Like two months, yeah. So, let's kick it off. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about all the emotions that was behind it. Because Manny was not satisfied i wasn't and i think that's the i think that's the um the sign of a true fan <laughs> because we're all the rest of us are just mere peasants yeah you guys have no idea you guys just don't know what you're watching you don't know what all the things all the implications that were made by each episode i'm sure it was entertaining it was super entertaining to me but man did it just give me questions and questions so let's kick things off we are talking about wandavision currently aired on disney plus so if you haven't seen it yet i don't know what rock you're living under i'm pretty sure disney gives some kind of uh like tryout right use it watch it all in in a day yeah but um let's get into it because i got some things i need to talk about so wandavision actually starts off um as far as a timeline it's only a few days i think or a week or so after the the uh, unsnapping right <laughs> when people come back so this actually took place before she well this had to take place after this Infinity is Wars. this is after endgame um it oh. yeah because it everybody has come back and the side characters are actually showing how the world has been affected because Spider-Man um, Far From Home showed that it was after the snap and they showed how people were affected. Uh, and this is just focusing in because Spider-Man gave us how the world looked as far as, oh, kids Spider-Man are back. Some kids grew yeah. up. Other kids didn't grow up. You know, this is where we are. We're trying to take control of our lives again. Whatever. WandaVision comes around and they're focusing in now on on what's going on with the government. So right now that we have a government entity called Sword and they are Is basically it? trying to make give us a world where we don't have to rely on the superheroes because when we needed them they were gone. So is it like Sword and Shield like used together? I don't think Sword and Shield work together. Um, oh, correct me if I'm wrong out there. The names are yeah this, Very, it's uh, all these acronyms right these guys, in sync with each other. it's whoever's in charge of making up acronyms <laughs> like like even in the world in the real world you know you have the patriot act and every single one of those letters stands for something <laughs> it's like an entire sentence you know anyway i want to talk about 
the writing okay let me tell you something acting acting was great but the writing and the intricacy that it like blew my freaking mind how they wrote it in a time frame where it was after endgame Mm -hmm. and they show like the snap and people coming back and how that affected and like in the explanation like what happened with uh wanda and vision and after all like the the fucking imagination you have to have right to really one make the story make sense yeah and just captivate people and on top of that to come up with these details that in effect they're all they're all a ripple effect you can't like in a in a story like things that happen in the marvel cinematic universe you can't just say this is this and this is that because every detail affects the next six movies um yeah (laughs) you know so it's like you can't just say okay they came back and that's it they came back now you got to talk about some of these people were doctors and the fact that they wrote in monica rambo's Re- unsnapping in the hospital when her mother when her mother the last remember she had her mom- mother was in the hospital now she's re unsnapped herself and she's back and her mom's dead all the nurses are probably doctors now yeah, all the kids are years. it's been five years and and you're absolutely right the way they wrote it was great because wait for those take, who don't know who monica is monica is um maria rambo for if you saw um captain, captain marvel, marvel captain marvel's friend that that girl that was there at the end she's now grown up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that she's part of this story for wandavision but what you were saying about the writing um there wasn't really like a let's sit down and tell the people have somebody explain so now people have unsnapped and you're telling me that my mom is dead and like they didn't really have to explain it in that it was just all visual she she resnapped and the hospital is just going crazy <laughs> yeah because all the people were appearing. and automatically you're in your head thinking like every single person here probably just reappeared <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> like like you don't need explanation you right. know exactly you don't even have to have seen endgame you could have been just watching the show and never have seen anything else you would know at least so these people are coming back from something right you know um, another thing that I thought was really so for people who couldn't get past the first two episodes because let me tell you, me and Mandy watched that first episode and is, I was like confused. Is that was, like the main complaint? Right. The so we watched the first episode and I was like, I don't understand. Isn't he dead? Like, where are we? What is happening? I need like I needed answers after that first episode and yeah. I was upset. I had to wait a whole week. I, but yeah, I think it's really interesting because it's so important to the plot and unless you really stick with it, you you won't really understand why it's like that so i really recommend people who are just like after the first two episodes like oh this old shit what is this just bite that lemon just bite that lemon you have to let the story progress yeah for you to be mind blown because to be honest even after you watch it the the things that are happening here's the thing to keep in mind everything everything that happens in the mcu like i just said it's it's not just about this one scene it's going to affect everything else in the next six movies so if you're watching wandavision and you get and you're trying to get through the first four episodes and that's like the main complaint you can't get through the first four episodes because you're like what does that have to do with anything at the end of the of the series at the end of this season yeah, you're probably still going to think, but what did those four episodes have to do about anything? But just think about it. I'm afraid I can't do that for you. It's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, like all the details in those first three episodes, those first four episodes about Wanda, yes. it's going to mean something later. 
Okay, can we also just talk about... Okay, so... But you gotta, you gotta bite that lemon and get you, through those. Yeah, like, get through it, guys. I thought... Okay, so the whole story is, like, she creates this whole world, and I guess maybe she was super into televisions when she was younger because, like, that's what her family kind of bonded over was American TV. American television, yeah. And so when you discover that whole part, you're like, oh, now I get why the first couple episodes were like this. But can we just talk about the homage that they do to, like, all these great family sitcoms? And it's great that it comes after a time when so many of our favorite shows from last year are gone. Yeah. Like we didn't get to we are so unsatisfied, so unsatisfied. as a as a people we we're a very unique generation. <laughs> Everybody's got their traumas and stuff, but we are so unsatisfied that we didn't get to end some of the shows and not know where the stories ended. The fact that they went and did an homage to all these old classic shows that yeah. got their endings. It was cool. It was cool to I see mean, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh my god, yeah. It was cool to see Modern Family. Brady Bunch. It was cool to see Modern Family. All those homages. Oh my god, what was the other one with Michael J. Fox? Uh, um, da, 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 da. The Facts of Life? No. No, no, no. Uh, Damn, what was it called? Um, okay, it's gonna, Different Strokes? No. Family something. Family ties. Family okay. ties. They did family ties. And when you look at the sets, because, you know, BuzzFeed, when they do a comparison of how the sets are, I yeah. mean, what? Like, how and, and by the detail way, is that? What we were just doing, trying to think of the show, we were doing that the entire yeah. three episodes. Like, what? what is this from? It's for that one show. <laughs> um, I would have to say my favorite. Okay, so one of my favorite parts, right, is when her brother, I'm using air quotation marks, yeah. um... His he's the like silver surfer or what like what's his thing? Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Okay. So here's what I also found to be kind of genius. Yeah. So we all know how like Marvel and Fox went through this whole <laughs> war when it came to rights for characters. And so the person that you know as um Quicksilver. Quicksilver, uh Peter Evan Peters, mm-hmm. who's in like all the um American horror story stuff. He plays that character on on X-Men that was part of the Fox Studios. Yes. The guy who plays... What's his name? Hitman? Um... Um, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. He plays the brother in the Marvel studio stuff. Yes. But he's dead, right? He's he, gone. He he's died dead. in the story. So they take the Fox character, Evan Peters, and they have him return as her brother. And yeah. the whole time she's like, what? Like, she's confused. So, yeah. one, it's really painting homage to the whole TV, you yes. know, character switcheroos that they always do. That they always do on people. Yeah. yeah. And then it's also just I feel like it kind of makes fun of Fox a little bit and the whole Marvel thing and the fact that they're all one entity now. And it's also poking fun at the at the viewers, Mm -hmm. at the fans, where everybody's look. Because then at the end, (laughs) because you you had to have just seen my face (laughs) when they finally explained who he was. Oh, in yeah. the story. Manny was like, he, they better freaking explain like, why he's like, like I, upset. I, and I feel like me and 99% of other <laughs> Marvel fans, when we saw Evan Peters show up with the accent and like with, with the everything being Quicksilver, everybody was like, oh, my God, they're finally doing it. They're merging the worlds together. And everybody episodes go along and he's not in like episode six or seven yeah yeah there's some episodes that he's just like and like whatever you're talking about about the episodes at the end of the day you're still saying to yourself 
but the whole Evan Peters thing, they haven't like explained that. Yeah, Manny was We're waiting for upset. that. We're waiting for that. And then you get to the end and he's just some actor. But how <laughs> But how genius and is that? The funny thing is How genius is that? They were trolling us. Well, how fucking genius that is was that? Great. Like that how was great. that is like such a great Like they totally got one over right? on us. Like that and it also perfectly explains why he's there yeah it's not like trying to trick us or like we couldn't get the guy who played kick-ass so we're getting this it it just explains it so in a, in, well in like like with take it with a grain of salt if you were in that actual world and you were agatha and you have no idea who well, wanda is or her brothers you just know that <laughs> she had a brother who was really right. who was really fast, but you don't know what he looks like. So all you're hoping is, let me just get somebody to act like him. But I love that she was it, also. It just makes sense. But I love that she also was like, wait, how are you, my like? You don't look anything. Yeah. Like I love how like the character also played along with that. Yeah. Um. First of all, let's give a shout out to Kath- Catherine Hen. I hope I'm saying her name right. If you don't Actress. know who she is, she yeah. has been in so many things. She was the wife and stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. She um. She always plays like these sidekick kind of roles, like she's in Bad Mom and things like that. But she killed it. Like she, her role in the show as Agatha uh, Harkness. Yeah. Um. First of all, it was she's like, so animated her face. But bro, when they like showed who she was, you're mm-hmm. like, what? She was behind it the whole time. Like, and they show like how she faked it and like everything she did and how she was the one controlling mm-hmm. um, Evan Peters' character yeah, to yeah. play. And you're like. You're just like, yo, they really... Snoopers gonna be snoopers. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like what they did was they had almost like a... Um, what do you call it? Um, when you take a group of people and you put them in a room to like comment on products and stuff like that. Oh, uh, like a, a focus group? Yeah, I feel like they took all of people who are like Manny and put them in a focus group <laughs> to be like, okay, what about this episode annoys you or what you need and they just they took that that to make sure that no one like manny was gonna poke a hole in the story yeah no i and i totally agree with that i totally agree with that so like it all made sense why there was like this chaotic part of the world that wanda really didn't understand what was happening because she was agatha harkness on the other side of it was creating that to try to like i guess what was it like kind of poke her out to like use her powers yeah yeah trying to poke her out but the actress herself Catherine. i mean like i've seen her in a lot of stuff but i feel like she like did this part justice like she really made this her own and when i tell you this the part where she like is showing Wanda everything and like trying to get her to come out as the Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. and the fight scenes and everything. I was like, yo, she she better get her dues after this. Yeah. Because one, it's hard to get into a Marvel movie and it's hard to be good in a Marvel movie. It, and also, and her what was her? Um, it's hard to be a lasting character who's not part of the core. You know, yeah. like if you're not one of the core members, it's hard to get a lasting role. Yeah, like um, Randall Park, our favorite person in the Yo, world. I love that We've guy. never met him, but we you know, want nothing but great he, things you for know, him. <laughs> he, he, um, he trained himself on that one magic trick, 
I don't oh. even think you remember. Do you remember how he did? When he gets the phone Wait. and the key and no, the... No, 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 no. So there's... When, when he first shows up and he's walking up the street because the lady's like, oh, my, Monica Rambo. She's like, what What do you... So what's the deal? What's going on? He's like, oh, uh, my name is Johnny Wu. And he takes out his business card, like his FBI card, right? With his info on it. But he takes it out like as a magic trick. Oh. <laughs> like, like it's a deck of cards yeah. kind of trick, right? <laughs> but like it's a little small detail, right? But him himself, he was on an interview talking about it saying that he actually trained like not trained like in a sense where he trained like a fighter right but like practice that move hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times over the summer before they did that scene because he thought to himself it would make sense if i've been hanging out with ant-man that i would know some of the stuff he's done right yeah because in ant-man he does that <laughs> trick to his daughter to try to impress her some people i mean like but the things that they do to make it like that makes sense. Okay, so he can't, Randall Park comes back. Yeah. You only remember him as an FBI agent for um, Ant Man. Kate Dennings comes back. You Kat only, Dennings, yeah. Cat Den- oh, Dennings. Um, <laughs> you only know from like Thor one a little bit of two, if I'm not mistaken. And I bet you before WandaVision, everybody hated her character Darcy. What? In WandaVision, everybody fucking loves Darcy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's a fucking badass. Yeah. She has redeemed herself from all the Thor movies to right, me. Right, because she was like crushing it left and right. Like yeah. her and Randall Park were just like the She's best team. She's funny in it. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it, I think Thor doesn't really allow her to shine because there's like so many other things going on. Yeah. But in the sense of random characters i don't want to say psychics because they're not really psychics but the human the human part of the superhero world yeah i mean they fucking all did it like they it was did. it was them three monica the monica character and like they were i guess the human psychics for making things happen on the other side of it mm-hmm. like all the people who have to do the paperwork the, yeah. that's the trio that's doing it but i love randall park yeah. i want nothing i want him to be a superhero i, I mean i really hope that his character continues like i hope there's a little longevity in it because he the the thing that's great about his character is that okay yeah he's an fbi agent obviously in the real world if you're an fbi agent you have some kind of training as far as being a tough badass in some sense you know even like even the even the weakest fbi agent is probably gonna kick your ass you know right and so his character is great because he's like a normal dude Yes, and he's he's still starstruck. Yeah, like he's a nerd. Right? He's a nerd. He's yeah. a nerd with a he's cool a job. Yeah, he's a nerd with a cool job, and that's the great thing about it. Um, so what I found fascinating is that people are, were just learning that um, Elizabeth Olsen is an Olsen. Olsen. How do you guys not know that? By yeah, the way? when I saw that, I was like, wait, nobody. They look like each other. Yeah, like, they the Olsen do. twins they and her do. look like each other. And what I thought was fun when they did the whole '80s montage to look like um, Full House. The, yeah, it. it she actually was on an episode of Full House. She was? And Uncle Jesse, um, John Stamos, actually oh, <laughs> I saw the tweet. a picture yeah. and stuff like that. He and put I think, a tweet saying... Um, My, how they from, grow up so fast. From wandering around the studio to being the Scarlet Witch, My, my how they grow so <laughs> fast. <laughs> and I think that's so great because it also allows these these very nostalgic shows and the people who were in them and it shows the appreciation that they really were a part of something that people grew up on and just had such an effect i wouldn't be surprised if shows that they did these homages to get like a high streaming rate this summer oh absolutely you know like malcolm in the middle oh my god everybody's gonna start watching that again i loved 
the Which whole... Which you should. That's a great show, by the way. <laughs> I love... I found it... This the struggle of like her choosing a family, like mm-hmm. she really wants a family. The whole like struggling family and like this world that she creates and how she has to. It was almost very poetic, like how they did it. Um, she finally realizes what the world was and like how she was controlling these people. She was actually doing things that she didn't want to do. Yeah. Um, to keep vision alive, to like create this whole uh, image of a family. Yeah. I think instead of just letting Agatha or whatever just snap her fingers and destroy the world and everything in it the it was so poetic to see like them put the kids to bed and like them have this moment and mm-hmm. slowly you see their world is enclosing and that it's not going to be what it what she her, created it gives her some type of closure yeah but I it's think- like so po- like it's really like she she's choosing to do the right thing and sacrificing this idea of family and stuff like that but it's done so beautifully like i like like she's still even though they're kind of made up from her mind the the way it ends is it's always like i don't know it's bittersweet it just shows I that think, she still loves i think the um, idea of it what you're saying is summed up perfectly in what vision said to mm-hmm. her so because at the root of it this entire season this entire it's story yeah. it's it's talking about trauma you know we all go through trauma and in order to get better we have to honestly we have to accept the things that have happened right and move on to become better yeah so she lost her love she lost her family that she created she created a family to not deal with the things that actually happened in her life but and at now, what cost and now that yeah. she accepted that they're not real and let it let it go away she dealt with that trauma and was able to grow right. into the scarlet witch <laughs> which by the way but, but what i was saying about what vision said the best way to sum it up is what he said what is grief but love everlasting yeah that's all it is yeah Ugh, so you can't fucking writers at marvel and so you poets. have to well, that's the thing like it, you can be sad but the silver lining is you have something to be sad about right because like the whole thing about vision is he's a robot he was never meant to have these feelings yeah and the fact that he does is a miracle to him he doesn't know what loss is because he's never lost anything right because to him it's just numbers right but the fact that he was able to feel something and finally get to lose it and feel sad about it it's an accomplishment so let's talk about this white vision is vision quest is that who he is or is that a thing like vision i've seen quest. it yeah i don't know is that a thing is vision quest um so who's he, this white vision that, so like, in the appears? comics this white vision is a uh, another version that it after vision like it's a whole thing about like vision gets killed and they use his body to recreate but he doesn't have the same memories because he's not right. technically the same and entity. so he gives it them yeah yeah so in this he's given this white vision the memories of the old vision so he's gone i don't know what's gonna happen but if anything is accurate he's just gonna come back in and a be movie vision. probably or probably in the show and be vision again but okay so just so you guys know there's not every single episode has the after credit um some of them do and some of them don't yeah Yeah. so the very last episode has two you have one at the the initial credits and you're where maddie absolutely hated he felt very disappointed (laughs) because he was just he was like so ready for something magical to happen and it did it and then 
after after every single credit where they thank every single state. The final everywhere. after credit scene really messed with me because, I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's another homage that they're doing. But is that the same cabin that Edward Norton was in at the so, end of so Incredible I, Hulk? I, well, okay, fun fact. I'm about to tell you a fun fact. Um, so the Avengers all went in. The so, you actors know, or the in the story? So in the story, you know how they have like the Avengers ha- headquarters, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so they all went in for this cabin so that whenever they are going through something where they need to go into hiding and kind of, you know, like what Stark yeah. did and everything, they all go to the same cabin. Stark probably bought it. Yeah. Also, that's a lie, but it sounds really good. It sounds like something that would be true. It sounds like something a superhero union would do for... (laughs) Well, I mean, it honestly sounds like something either Captain America or Tony Stark would do. I feel like, yeah. But I told Manny that he was like, "What is that real?" I said, "No, but it sounds like it could be right." I so, decided um, I was going to use it on the you, show. <laughs> you watch that, and you see that she's uh, has an astral projection. Like, and what's if, his name, Doctor Strange? If you watch Doctor Strange, they explain the astral projection right there, where your other, your more conscious body form comes out, and your limp body physically is supposed to be stayed in a uh, in a trance state. in a trancing state but she wasn't but she was moving around okay so here was she the, was having a cup of coffee <laughs> yeah so here's the other thing I, so while we were watching the show and i kept seeing all the things she was doing i turned to manny and i go and i don't know if you remember this i go oh like she's got a lot of different powers like she's pretty fucking powerful <clears throat> yeah why is she a part of the avengers she could just like, she could do it yeah. yeah she does it like she's probably more powerful than all of them so like the whole thing with um scarlet witch whether you're talking comics or movies uh she is raw power you know like just she thinks of something and the thing happens where guys like dr strange and agatha are borrowing power from other entities so like when uh, what do you mean other entities like life other higher forms of life yeah like the stones like the people who made the stones celestials god whatever other gods there are um demons powerful entities that's where dr strange gets his power he uses incantations and certain hand movements almost like codes to unlock it and then like let's say you are the god of all lightning and storms Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i would do an incantation to borrow power from you to use in whatever form i'm using it so they're um how you would say new money Scarlet yes. Witch is oh money. <laughs> yes, exactly. Scarlet Witch is generational. There's a uh, there's a scene in um in Doctor Strange where the where um the the guy who was teaching them I forget his name is not on my head right now but he's showing them all the different weapons that they have and Doctor Strange asks him well, well how do we use those he's like well you have to learn how to unlock the power first and he shows them a staff and he says this is the staff of the Living Tribunal this is my weapon and if like. They, then they gloss over and walk away. But the Living Tribunal is a character in the comics that is an all-judgment, almost godlike figure. That when things happen in the world, they transport you. It transports you to it, and it judges you like God. Like uh, the pearly gates. Like the pearly gates, yeah. yeah. And so that staff takes power from it to whatever it is they're going to do. So do you, that's how Doctor Strange gets his power. So in a ba- if we were doing a DC Marvel crossover, yeah, Scarlet Witch is that entity he would be taking from. Could Scarlet Witch beat Superman? 
Yes. <gasps> really? Yes. Because Superman is affected by magic. What do you mean? Like a like yeah, a, Superman. Oh, like if you go down uh, the list of crypto, like you heard what I yeah, said. yeah yeah like <laughs> today yeah if you go down the list of um of weaknesses and strengths and stuff, uh, kryptonite is one of his weaknesses. But also he he is affected by magic. So if I shot him with a gun, okay. If I shot him with a kryptonite gun, it'll go through. But if I shot him with a laser from my finger because I used a magic spell, that'll shoot him down too. Because he's science-based, and powers that are magic-based affect them. Because he's an alien. Yeah, because he's an alien. Because he's a person just like us, only from a different world. Interesting. Not from a different dimension. Is there anyone <laughs> equivalent to Scarlet Witch in the other... Well, in the other, in DC. <laughs> well, yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like When you think of the characters in general, the ones that are raw power are usually the ones that they are going against. Right. So the fact that they introduced this um, Scarlet into Witch. Scarlet Witch into the MCU, it's as basically... An as an Avenger. it's basically... They're going to go back to the Civil War conversation. Because yeah. in Civil War, it was like, do we have... We have to be kept in check. Well, obviously, she's going to have to be kept in check. Because if she is nothing but raw power... And the only thing that she's learning how to use her power is by Agatha's dark book. Because it's not like she's got another book of light. Right. She only took Agatha's book. Right. So she's only learning dark power now. So do you... So I guess with her character, does she eventually become a villain? Or is she keeping she's it in check because to. of her love for Vision and like that fact that he wasn't like that? You know... I think that really goes down to however they how the story, however right? they want to do the story, but also like in a human way. Because keep in mind, she she could be a Scarlet Witch and all, but she's also human. She right. lost she her brother, her, her parents. She lost her first love. She lost her parents. Her first love. She lost her home to somebody she ended up working for. Mm. Mm. You know, like all this kind of stuff, Stockholm, like what is it, Stockholm syndrome? Stockholm syndrome? Yeah, all this stuff that happened to her, you can like take it down to a microscope, focus it, and we're all going through problems like right. this, you know. And who wouldn't want to just make their loved one come back? Isn't it so? The the problem is that that power unchecked, it sh she's just gonna be able to do whatever she wants. So obviously, it's gonna become a problem later in movies and stuff because she's already confirmed to be in the next Doctor Strange movie. Which, when the fuck are we getting Multiverse that? Multiverse of Madness, which is <laughs> supposed to be... that? I'm so excited for that, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, I'm excited for that because they're doing... It's, they're going to be there. It's, it's their attempt at a horror comic book action movie. Okay. And so it sounds dumb because it, all the horror action movies you can think of are like Resident Evil. Right. They're not really scary. Right. But I really think with Disney money... Right, right. And Anything Marvel is possible. I really think they're going to make something scary. Do you, um, I mean, how great at, you know, when we're growing up, comic books were just like this whole <coughs> fantasy thing. And I guess because of the, obviously the effects of during that time made it even cheesier. Like when you make, watch like superhero movies. Yeah. But how great now that the people who are writing for these stories are taking more of a, of a human element to it so it doesn't seem like these superheroes are just all fantasy yeah i, like, I love that, that like you that. you kind of can connect with why they are the way they are um and also just like 
how mind blown the psychology is behind it to make it that. Right? Well, you know, I um, I was reading this uh, article that they were talking about this whole uncanny valley where it's like if you put it on a graph there's a certain point of things you can add to a story that makes it exciting and then there's a very fine line and point that where you add something and it's just okay that makes absolutely no right. sense like most of the shows we watch and they had a they had a teeter-totter on that line when they were doing the mcu and they thought to themselves okay first thing we got to do is we got to make it something that people are going to understand okay so like stuff like iron man that's science right people are going to get it we're we might be making up an element but they do that in movies all the he's time he's a rich guy like he's elon a rich musk. guy and like he's got elon money. musk yeah he's eventually rich somebody <laughs> in the world is going to figure this out so yeah. people are going to take that for what it is if we can get them to understand the science of it of what we're trying to say then people are definitely going to swallow thor up like a pill yeah the psychology but it's you all the can't psychology start behind with thor and magic and expect people to be like okay let's keep going yeah. they're going to want to know okay that doesn't make sense well how is thor like the thor movie was the last one to come out after all the other superheroes because they knew people weren't going to take this unless they understood the rest of it first i mean look how many times they did you can't start with the magic you look know? how many times they had to do hulk for it to really stick for you to be interested in it yeah well see and that's and that's the thing like it didn't make sense they had to start with something that made sense so like it's like okay come okay now come with me to this room <laughs> okay you, you like everything in here okay let's go to this room <laughs> It, and like little by little they were just leading us to a different room that was just a little bit bigger a little more closet space but it's like you can't start with the with the apartment that's twenty five thousand a month you know you gotta right. get there right and now i think with wandavision they're starting a whole new layout they've created the world we live in now they're starting a new thing and the way they're making it relatable is by making it about trauma right because what have we all been dealing with last year trauma nothing but trauma right so who wouldn't relate to Wanting losing to a family member yeah. who wouldn't relate to making your own making your town normal again right. who wouldn't relate to having your job and not really having to worry about what you actually do at work right because that's yeah. what vision was like saying he was like, what, what do we do exactly? Oh, we crunch numbers. <laughs> well, what are we crunching? Because I mean, he's like, I'm a computer. <laughs> yeah. What are we crunching numbers yeah. for? <laughs> um, how many Wanda, um, I'm sorry, how many Scarlet Witches and Visions do you predict for Halloween that you will see? Oh, that's going to be the costume, especially her, like. Fierce. First of all, when her, her girl, Halloween we, costume, when her when she like comes up as the actual Scarlet Witch with her extensions and all that, I was like, yeah. How many people are gonna be that that um, Halloween version? That Quicksilver, yeah, Halloween version. Yeah, it's gonna be so many. It's Everybody, gonna be annoying. It's gonna be an annoying thing. So it is. Um, one um, last thing I wanted to say about the writing too, because I thought this was like super super clever, because people had been like, so it wasn't like a topic of discussion, but people noticed that in the MCU. You have Steve Rogers, Captain America. You have um, Tony Stark, I Am Iron Man. You have, you know, the incredible, like, they, they, the Hulk. All these code names. Even Hawkeye was his actual code name. Right. You know? And nobody ever batted an eye in the world where they were calling her Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> and they were calling him Pietro Maximoff. That's what they called them. For legal reasons, <laughs> you mean legal versus 
the Fox versus Fox versus Disney versus right. Sony for legal reasons they couldn't call right. Wanda Scarlet Witch. Right. Even when they like try to allude to that so that anybody not really familiar would be like put two and two together like oh that's Wanda she's Scarlet Witch from the comics. If, and if you are like I don't understand watch the first Deadpool and you will. Yeah yeah. So like the whole thing is like for legal reasons these companies couldn't use these titles. Right. No, yeah, which is crazy. Fox yeah. literally owned the title Scarlet Witch. But now they're all owned by now Disney. Now they're all owned by Disney. <laughs> so take Disney that, runs. Take that for whatever you want. <laughs> right. But the fact is... It runs the world, in the In the show, they call her Scarlet Witch, and they even acknowledge the fact that she never had a code name. Yeah. And so it is, it is funny, though, because you got Pietro Maxima, and in... And in uh, the in uh, Age of Ultron, they call him Pietro Maximoff. Nobody calls him Quicksilver. Right. And in Fox's movie, they don't call him Quicksilver either. Oh, interesting. I don't. Yeah, I really don't think they do at all. And so, like, you as a fan know he's Quicksilver, but... You don't need to be told that. And so, like, the whole thing is, Agatha doesn't really know who she is, who he is either. Right, she just knows he has a brother. So why would he even have a code name? <laughs> You're really stuck on this. So they don't even mention Quicksilver at all. But they mention Scarlet Witch. It's just funny, the writing that they do to acknowledge to you as a viewer. We know what you guys are saying. We're just going to throw it in there. How genius. Listen, we can talk about... We can talk about this for hours and hours, but we won't because I'm sure you guys... sure you guys don't want to listen to hours and hours of this. Not at all. Anyway, if you want to know what we're up to, you guys can find us on Instagram. TikTok, uh, Facebook at Bubble Bath Stories. You can also find us at bubblebathstories.co. You can find me at Got No Time For This. And you can find me at Nikki Trends on Instagram. And what an exciting discussion. Um, guys, be sure to check us out on IG Live March 13th for your homegirl's birthday. We're going to be doing an Ask Her Anything. Ask Me Anything? Hashtag Amen. And if you ask a question, you're automatically entered into our giveaway to win some free merch. So make sure you're checking out our IG to see all the details for that. And let us know what you guys thought about this TV show. WandaVision. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.